Welcome to another episode of The Financially Free Investor, where you will learn information and strategies on how to become financially independent by investing in real estate, something that is not taught openly in our society today. Financial freedom matters so you can live a bigger life, retire early, and do what matters most to you. Get ready to hear tried and true methods to becoming financially free with your host, Jordy Clark. All right, everyone, welcome into another episode of the Financially Free Investor Podcast. I've got a great guest with me today. He's going to drop a lot of value and knowledge. I actually started following him on Instagram a little while ago and been super impressed with everything he's doing. With that, Andre, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jordy. How are you doing? Dude, unbelievable as always, man. Why don't you tell everyone maybe two, three minute synopsis of, of who you are, and then we'll kind of get into everything. Like Jody said, my name is Andre Murkison. I'm based out of here in uh, Georgia, but I'm originally from New York, uh, Queens, New York. I lived in Bayside, Queens, actually. Um, and I started my real estate investment career, I guess you can say, right out of college in 2003. What I did was I took a real estate course and fell in love with it. I went to school in, in Pennsylvania in Scranton. I played football. As soon as I graduated, I started buying properties where I went to college in, in Pennsylvania. I seen the difference in the price points from New York, of course, to Pennsylvania. And I seen that there was a lot of more opportunity there and affordable, of course. And uh, as soon as I graduated, uh, I got a job with a mortgage company. So I kind of learned how to do a loan and get loans. And what surprised me was when I bought my first property, I had a 750 score. And I thanked that to my parents. Now, my parents didn't give me any money to start my real estate business. But they did a very smart thing. What they did was they added me on their credit, on their credit as an authorized user. Mm. When I was in high school, I had no clue about it. And when I graduated and when I applied for that first mortgage, um, I got 100% financing because my scores were high because of them. That's when they was doing 100% loans. And I just kept buying. I started buying duplexes and started buying quads um, just off adrenaline and, and just hunger, you know, right out of college, you know, learning as I go just taking action. I got all the way to 40 units. Um, I had a mom and pop company run it while I was living in New York still. And what happened was they were taking advantage of me. I was very green, of course. They were lying about repairs that said that was, was needed to be done and not done. They were just taking, taking uh, the money. I decided to move to Georgia in 2007. And I figured if I move further away, they basically make me bankrupt. And so I sold everything before I moved to Georgia. 2007, I went to college for a business career. So I said, listen, let me use my, my degree. And I purchased a Cold Stone franchise ice cream. Didn't make any money at all, um, but it taught me how to run a business. So I had that for three years. So I sold that in 2010. And in 2011, I said, let me jump back into the real estate business. And I started with one duplex owner finance with the direct mail system I have. And now I am at 310 rental units. Last year, I closed 116 properties, not units, properties. So far today, I closed on my 27th property today, three this week. And I flipped two to three properties per month. But I used the flipping business to fuel my long-term rental business. And my goal is to get a thousand rental units. And that's it. That's my story. That's great. So let's dive in a little bit deeper on that. I've got a couple of questions. So how'd you get started on your journey toward financial freedom? Just buying 
rental properties after rental properties. Every extra dollar that came in, I threw back out to make my money work for me. And as soon as I had that cash flow that exceeded what my regular job was, I basically quit the job and, and, and focused on my real estate career. And once I put 100% focus on that, it skyrocketed. Cool. So was there a specific book you read or, or something you did to kind of figure that out as you started? Like you bought your first duplex. Okay, cool. You know that most people don't think, hey, I'm going to buy a duplex, right? Most people are like, hey, I'm going to go buy the biggest house my paycheck will afford me right. and the nicest truck and, you know, whatever. Like that's America. We're, we're consumers, right? Exactly. But you, you took a different path. So Correct. what prompted you to go down this path? Well, you said it. It was, it was a book I read. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Which, which I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody in this industry did. And what that did was that changed my whole mindset on life. And of course, on investing and on life. When you live in New York City, you think that the whole world is New York City. But once you get out of New York City, there's opportunity, I guess you can say. And that book opened my eyes and, and it changed my way of thinking about money and, and about investing. And that fueled me to take action to start buying real estate. Gotcha. Because all, all it is is action. You got to take yeah. action. You're not going to learn everything uh, in the beginning. So that motivated me to take action. Yeah, that's so good. So your timing is interesting, right? When you sold everything in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, that's okay. 2007, right? That was the height of the market. Yep. Was that just pure luck or was there strategy there? That was pure luck, to be honest with you. That was just timing and the circumstances of where I was at. I kept visiting my parents in Georgia and seeing the opportunity there and seeing not only the opportunity of investing, but I also wanted to build a family as well. It, it was better living for a family built in Georgia than in New York. And it was just timing. Yeah. Well, and then that's interesting, right? So you did Cold Stone for a few years when real estate had arguably the worst few years in, Correct. in history. Correct. And then, you know, maybe, so did you see the market turning around and you're like, Hey, cold stone's not making me that much money. Not that it's a bad company, just whatever. Right. Yes. And then yes. you jump so, back in. So the, the place where I lived, it was 45 minutes outside of uh, Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess you could say the country area. And when I got there, it was nothing. It was nothing there. I started seeing things change. I started seeing the environment change, the dynamics. I started seeing the different companies coming to the area. So that's why I said I need to focus and shift my mindset on real estate again in 2011 and get in early in my area. And that's exactly what I did. I was buying duplexes uh, for 60,000. Now the same duplex is 200,000. There's huge companies that's in the area now, Facebook, there's movies being filmed there. So yes, I did see that transition in the market where I lived at. Where do you think we are at now in the market cycle, right? We're in 2022. I mean, it seems like prices are super high, but then the Fed's printing so much money. And where do you think we're at? Where do you think it's going if you had a crystal ball? If I had a crystal ball, I, I think the market is still strong. Interest rates going up a little bit may hurt it a little bit, but I think it's not going to hit a bottom like how it did in 07, 08. I think it's still going to be strong. There's still going to be little inventory on the market. That's why my strategy works on what I do, because I, I concentrate 90% of my deals are off market deals. Why do you look for off market deals? I got tired of competing with other investors and agents asking for highest and best offer by a certain time. And I just knew that there was another way to do this business and to get deals 
without competing with anyone else where I'm the only one that knows about the deal. And my direct mail system that I do is excellent. I get a high response rate and the system that I implemented trial and error. I mean, I kind of mastered the system now do trial and error. And the way that I do it, I get a high response rate and I get a lot of deals. I mean, I have no issues with inventory at all. I have a lot of deals in the pipeline, like deals I'm closing today. I'm in contract within January or February. So I have a pipeline of deals. Yeah, that's great. And man, I, I love how you said that you seems like the only reason you're flipping houses is to generate more cash to buy in rental properties, right? Yeah. Which I mean, when I got started a couple of years ago, that was my whole strategy. You know, I've been an agent or a broker for like nine years now. And yep. a few years ago, I was just tired of being on this really nice treadmill, right? Like I needed commissions. And so we'd sell houses and, and I'm looking at these properties. I sold some investors and I'm like, man, I sold them that house for 70 grand. And all of a sudden it's worth 250, 300 and the rents have gone up. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm preaching this, but I need to take what I was preaching and yeah. uh, buy my own properties. Right. So I was like, well, how do I do it? I need to generate cash. I was like, well, previously transitioning from a spender to then becoming a saver. Mm -hmm. Right. And then yep. an investor, I think that's kind of a, a normal progression, right? Yep. So there was a couple of times that I had to flip houses to pay the tax man. I was like, well, let's flip a couple of houses and I'll take that money and buy a rental and we can keep living off of the commissions. And it's worked out really well. I love that strategy. Well, what do you look for in rental properties? We'll put it that way. I look for cash flow. I look for passive income. I look for equity buildup. So I can buy more. I just like the whole philosophy of my money working for me and me not doing anything to get that money except for when I first purchased it. And with flipping, flipping is of course an excellent way to generate income, but you're always on the hustle. You always gotta keep finding the next deal. You can't flip and sell a property and be and, and stay good. And there's no more money coming in because you got to find another deal. That's why I love the concept of long-term rentals. Um, I can pass it to my family, to my kids. And that's real wealth to me is the cash flow, the monthly income that's coming in without you doing anything for it. Yeah, man, that's so good. So if somebody's on their journey to financial freedom, you know, maybe they're like, hey, I like this. I want to buy a duplex. What's one thing that you tell them along their journey? to financial freedom. Let's assume they've just barely discovered this topic and they're just getting started. I would say first, if you can get a mentor will save so much time. It will prevent you from so many mistakes. I didn't have a mentor when I first started. Um, and I've been in this game since 2003. If I, I believe if I had a mentor that, that showed me the ropes and that showed me what to do, what not to do, I would be so much further than what I am now. I think I would be at close to my thousand rental unit mark right now where I'm at. So I would say if you could, if you could afford it, if you could find a good mentor, that'd be the first thing. But my next thing is, is take action. Uh, there's a lot of people that just wants to get so much information before they even take a step to take action into doing it. Um, they'll go to so many seminars, they buy so many uh, courses, but they won't take action. You have to take action. You're not gonna learn everything before you start. You're gonna learn as you go, but the faster you take action, the, the faster you're going to become successful. Mm, man, that's so good, right? And if somebody's taking action, because I love that, that's the one thing that holds people back is inaction, right? And if someone has a mentor and you pair that with taking action, the growth can be explosive. So exactly. man, that, that is phenomenal advice. So obviously you've built a team up, right? What does that look like? Because you're not managing 
300 units on your own. You're not flipping, you're not acquiring hundred properties on your own. Right. So how has that progression affected you and, and where are you at now? So I learned from my first thing, I guess you could say in real estate, as soon as I graduated college, uh, you know, my mistake was having a property management company of mom and pop one that you really didn't an interview. So what I did was I, I have my own in-house property management company. Now I have employees that manage the rental portfolio. I have a project manager that manages the maintenance part of my rentals. And they also manage the projects of my flips as well. So basically my whole job is to oversee the whole operation. Also is to create systems. We use for flips and my rentals, we use same material. All the workers know exactly what material to get. So if we run out of anything, they know to go to Home Depot or, or Lowe's and get that material without calling or asking or getting approval. Um, everything's already in the, these stores already. They know exactly what we want. Implementing systems and creating that team is why I'm able to scale my business. So I concentrate on getting new deals, new deals every day. Yeah. Man, that's so good. That's just to your point. That's something that a mentor taught me early on is use the same paint color, right? Mm -hmm. Same sheen. Cause yep. especially with rentals, you have people move out, you know, every two, three, four years, whatever. Yep. And, and they ding up the walls. They just, it's life, right? So yep. to go back in and have the same color, you know, it's not going to ever match perfectly, but then you're not like, man, what, you know, rental number 42, what color did I paint that? Exactly. What sheen was it? So man, that, that is gold right there. And for people who yep. are just getting started, um, I think if you take Andre's advice and document it and then just duplicate it, that will save you from so many headaches in the future. So, right. you know, as people are buying rentals, that's key right there. I mean, I, I think I kind of already know the answer to this question. I'm going to preface it other than, you know, building out your own property manager and maybe checking up on them, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently on your journey to financial freedom? Of course, get a mentor. I would have got a mentor that would have told me the things to do the right way. Got a professional property management company and I, and I probably would have been more into the business of overseeing the property management company and learning to see what they do. Um, so I know, you know, I could be more uh, attentive to, to the business and that aspect of it. Other than that, I think I wouldn't change anything. Mm. I, I think I think things happen for a reason. And I definitely think the faster you fail, the faster you're going to hit success. I believe in that 100%. That's probably the only things I would change. But other than that, I kind of like the path I took. I like the journey that I went through to get where I'm at. Yeah, man, that's great. Well, you got a great story. That's for sure. Do you have kids? You're married, yes. right? Married, married 13 years. I have four kids, three girls, one son. My wife stays at home with the kids. She takes care of the household. Uh, kids have a lot of extra activities they do, dance and softball, things like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying life. I couldn't be where I'm at without her because, you know, I'm able to run the business without any distractions of anything from home because she takes care of that, that part of it. Yeah, man, that, that partnership is probably the most important one ever, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's good. Exactly. Cool. Well, let's wrap up because I think there was a lot of gold and, you know, people will probably listen to this episode a couple of times just to unpack everything. You've brought so much knowledge and decades of experience. Maybe one last piece of wisdom that you want to share with people as they're moving towards financial freedom. Well, what I can say is there's people that specialize in certain type of real estate, single families or multifamilies or commercial. I say buy any income producing asset if the numbers work. I buy any 
asset. It could be land. It could be a duplex, a single family, a quad, a triplex. It could be a multifamily apartment complex. It could be a mobile home park or a mobile home or notes. I have all that in my portfolio. The numbers work and it's producing income and it's an asset. So why not buy it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't just buy one category. I buy any asset that's producing income uh, in the whole, you know, in, in this business. Yeah, man, that's great. I'm going to nickname you Andre Cashflow <laughs> Merkerson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're all valuable. I mean, I make money with every single category and it's insane how it's insane. Like I, I just recently started buying land, was never into it. And, and the last two pieces of land that I bought, it was in contract within 24 hours. And I thought I overpriced it, but they loved it. It was in contract in 24 hours. That's so I, I never knew. So now I'm going to start looking at pieces of land. I mean, I'm buying mortgage notes. That's an excellent way. Your money working for you. I mean, yeah. listen, like I said, the numbers work and, if, and it's an income producing asset. I'm buying it. Yeah. Maybe I do have one more question for you then before we wrap up. I mean, how do you feel about debt? Are you paying cash for everything? I'm assuming you're leveraged. Uh, smartly, right? Because tenants are paying mortgages off. But tell us maybe a little bit about that. And then a lot of people, you know, they they use the the fear of, oh, well, I can only get 10 mortgages, right? To stop them. So what do you feel about debt? And then what do you do past 10? I love debt. I wouldn't be where I'm at without debt. Um, There's a great book out there that you should read. It's called Debt Millionaire. Um, If you are against debt or scared to use debt, please read that book. It will change your mind. I love debt. I mean, leverage, that's leverage. That's how you're able to scale. I also love creative financing. A lot of my deals are creative financing, owner financing, wraparound mortgages. The first hundred units I had was all owner financing. That's why I'm at the level I'm at as well. I'm not capped at how many mortgages I have like traditional banking. Also, I was able to use a portfolio loan from a commercial lender. Now I'm in a commercial arena without having a commercial property. See, there's a lot of different ways you can structure loans and and able to scale your business by using debt. Yeah, that's great. Oh man, that's so good. Andre, you've provided so much value. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. In the show notes, we'll link to your social media profiles. How else can people get a hold of you if they want to follow you, if they want to have you as a mentor, whatever that may be? Yeah, all I'll say is follow me on Instagram, Andre Mer- at Andre Merkison, and you can DM me and I can give you all my information, all information about my mentor. I have a one-on-one mentoring program. I have a real estate course. Um, I have a group mentoring. Follow me on Instagram and DM me. There we go. All right. Well, thank you, Andre. Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Financially Free Investor. If you found value in this episode or know someone who would find value in this information, please share with them, subscribe, and send us a review.